Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. There's only one way to start the weekend. Saturdays with Jenny, 9 to 11 a.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. Well, welcome to the second hour of the show, and I hope you're enjoying yourself. I hope you enjoyed the uh, that incredible interview with with Mandy Weiner and that book. I promise you it is easy to read. It's just that it's tough. That's what it is. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, there is something that is just, you can see it as a movie screen. I can see the opening. I can Honestly, I can see every single thing. It is just absolutely fabulous story. It really and truly is. Um, and the others are heartbreaking and angry making and everything that uh, I suppose that their lives have directed them towards. It really is. It's, um, it's an amazing book. So welcome to the second hour. And we've got well, we've got gardening for you. And the reason we've got gardening for you is because I was sort of scrolling through this and scrolling through that and doing this and doing that. And I came across something that was written by a friend of mine and her name is Jane Griffiths. And she is an extraordinary gardener. And we are going to be speaking to her. And we are also speaking to Joy Parler, and who has made her name as an organic gardener. Jane made her name, I guess, by her first book. And she has written one, two, three, four. Five, five books, and I know she's working on another one. Five, six books, let's say, about gardening. And let me just read the first paragraph, and you'll see why I'm thinking we've got to get it onto Kai FN. So she says, Jane Griffith says, over the last few days, about 20 seedlings have been transplanted, and she's talking tomatoes. And uh, she'll go into this in more depth. And she just said that um, an ideal solution Um, to look after them successfully is to grow them in recycled horse feed and rice bags never mind that but also she wants you to plant them with aspirins and I'm thinking have I read correctly I mean I mean, tell me a little bit about this. Anyway, she's on the line and she knows what she's talking about, which is more than I do. So, Jane Griffiths, welcome to Kai FM. Hello, Jenny. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Well, <laughs> I love your description of reading my post. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I read it because because I've got tomato seedlings and and I'm growing all different kinds of tomatoes this year. And I'm really excited. I'm really excited by my brown tomatoes. So, uh, yeah, no, definitely. And then I'm seeing sardine, a whole sardine or chopped fish heads. And I'm thinking, hang on a second. Let me just go back to the beginning. So would you take take us back to the beginning, please? Because you are talking to Afropolitan gardeners. About why are we adding fish and aspirin to our tomato seedlings? Well, it's, you know, tomatoes are, they're, and first of all, now is the time to be planting tomatoes. If anybody wants to grow their own tomatoes, get out there and get some seedlings and start planting. It's the perfect time. Um, tomatoes can be very easy to grow, especially if you go for, you know, just cherry tomatoes that ramble away and do their own thing. But they can also be finicky. They are prone to diseases. And once you have a disease in your soil, it's there for years. It can stay in the soil for up to four or five years Mm. and then affect subsequent crops. And, you know, then you nurture these plants. As they're starting to form their beautiful tomatoes, they suddenly just all turn, have a black end and then drop off. Or else they get the leaves and you get five tomatoes and then the whole plant dies. So... I've learned a few methods over the years. First of all, tomatoes are hungry. So 
just starting with the fish, adding um, either a whole sardine or some chopped up fish heads, which you can get from any fishmonger. Uh, they very often give them away for free, so it's, it's, it's free food for your plant. Mm-hmm. It comes from an ancient Native American, which is where tomatoes come from originally, a method of, of feeding and fertilizing tomatoes before we could buy our organic fertilizers. And they would literally plant a tomato with some fish in the ground. So as you're transplanting your tomato feeding, you pop the fish down underneath the ground. You put a layer of soil between the fish and your tomato roots. And as it grows, so the fish breaks down, adding nutrients. It's very essential nutrients for tomatoes, things like potassium, which helps the fruit to form, mm. um, as well as calcium from the bones, as well as, and calcium, what calcium does is it prevents a disease called blossom end rot, which is a horrible one where you get this black sunken thing happening at the end of the tomato and it just disappears, just dies, basically. Mm. Mm. Um, so it prevents that, adding calcium. You can also add bone meal, which is basically ground up bones. Um, that also adds calcium. And another benefit of adding calcium, if anybody has had cutworms, cutworms hate calcium-rich soil. So you, you, you do you know, two jobs with one by adding calcium. And then the aspirin. This is something... <laughs> <laughs> now, people, people are driving around and they're thinking, okay, fish heads, yeah, yes, I, I, I can do that, but yes. as, aspirins... Aspirin, well, the interesting, I discovered this a few years ago. Um, okay, aspirin, you have to sort of rewind a little bit to find out where aspirin itself comes from. Aspirin was, originally was um, derived from willow trees where a, a salicylic acid was found and then synthesized and made into aspirins. Um, and the, when plants, when tomatoes are attacked by a disease, they react by triggering a hormone that then fights the disease. It's their first line of defense is this hormone that then triggers all their, their defense mechanisms. And the salicylic acid in willow trees, i.e. in aspirin, is very, very, very similar to the hormone that tomatoes trigger when they are faced with a threat of disease. So by putting some aspirin, just two tablets or three tablets of aspirin into the ground when you're planting, that then is if they break down and it goes into the water and the tomatoes absorb it and that the salicylic acid going into the tomato triggers the tomato's defense mechanisms so it's ready for the disease before they hit and it can reduce your diseases in tomatoes by up to 60 percent what research has shown yeah because the plant is already when it comes under attack it's already going hey i my barriers up, sorry for you, I've got my hormones already fighting this disease instead of waiting for the disease to hit and then trying to resist it. And you can continue, if you've already planted your tomatoes and you didn't listen to this interview and you didn't add your aspirin, you can also spray your plants with a, a aspirin mix. You just take a, a 500 milligram tablet of aspirin, dissolve it in about three liters of water and spray your plants and you can, can continue doing this regularly once every three to four weeks right the way up until the plants are fruiting it's not going to harm them it'll just help keep this defense mechanism up and of course if they do get bugs uh, i mean i i i had a really bad infestation with my with my leeks really bad jane i nearly phoned you but i stopped myself (laughs) but anyway i lost them all i mean i lost every single one of them i was so so distressed 
So, and I did make up, you know, um, all sorts of noxious things for uh, to protect them. But the little bugs um, defeated me at every single corner. Horrible things. So, um, oh, you're also recommending Talborn Organics Vita Bone Phosphate. That's correct. That's the bone meal that I use. Um, and I also use another one that is a very good one. It's a Talborn product. Is uh, Vita Fruit and Flower. Now, that one's a very good one for tomatoes. To feed to the tomatoes, don't put it in the planting hole when you're transplanting tomatoes. Rather, side dress the tomatoes with that as the flowers start forming. Because what that provides is all the fertilizers and the food that the plant needs to produce fruit. It's also a good one for all those summer fruiting crops like eggplants and chilies and anything, all your fruits, all the summer, all your fruits. Uh, that's the Talborn Vita Fruit and Flower. It's an excellent one to use. And a lot of people ask me with, about the fish and also with bone meal, um, but what about dogs? You know, and cats, don't they just come along and dig up all your tomatoes because you've now buried fish for them? Uh, surprisingly not. I have two German shepherds, you know, they have something like a zillion times our nose power. I'm not sure what that actually is, but they smell a lot better than we do. Mm. And somehow, they, once they're buried and they're in the ground and it's kept moist and you cover the ground with a nice layer of leaves as a mulch, they don't, they don't find it. I haven't had a single tomato, even when I planted in bags, and I know you mentioned in the, in the lead-in uh, about planting in bags. If you do land up, and this is what, where I started planting, this is the first year I'm planting in, in the ground now, after four years of planting in bags, because I did get disease about four years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's all very well when you've got a big farm, and you go, okay, well, I'll just rotate this field with that field. And, you know, we don't have big fields. We let alone have enough beds in our garden that are suitable for me, the sun for tomatoes. So what I did is I started planting them in bags, and I used these recycled horse feed and rice bags and created a nice um, container mix that I, I put in there. They were about, you know, the, the 30, 30, 30 kg bags. Um, you can use even bigger ones. And um, I, did, I had very successful tomatoes growing in the bags. If you pack them all quite close together, they create their own moist microclimate with the bags all keeping each other cool and not drying out as much because that's the problem with growing in bags. So you almost in the way you're creating a raised bed with each bag kind of packed next to, next to one another. And that's a good solution as well for people who don't have space or if they've just got a courtyard and they want to grow some tomatoes or if they're renting and they don't want to go into investing into whole creating a veggie garden, just planting some bags. So where would you get these bags? I mean, I'm allergic to horses, so I don't go anywhere near them. Horse feed? No, you wouldn't. Um, I get them. If you, if you know what, there's various different places that supply recycled poly, polythene bags. Um, you can also use hessian bags. I recommend using something recycled. Um, as long as water can drain through it, uh, it'll be fine. Most of these bags will last one season, maybe maybe two at a push. But uh, you're using something that, that would have been thrown into a landfill, so you're recycling that. Um, I found some at a recycle place in, in Industria, and they sell them for a very cheap price. But if you just Google, you'll, you'll find, find bags. You'll find somebody selling recycled bags. Okay. All Packaging right. shops. Well, listen, I mean, I, I'm absolutely absorbed in this because I'm going to rush home and look at my tomatoes, particularly my brown ones, um, which I'm growing from seed from, from ah, uh, last year. Anyway, Jane, what uh, uh, the book Jane's Delicious A to Z of 
of vegetables. I mean, that's that's such a um, a good basic book, isn't it? That one is. It's a really good one. That one and my first one, Jane's Delicious Garden, um, which that was the the very first one that I wrote and. Um, that one gives the, the, the first one gives the basics based on my experiences because, you know, when I started, I knew nothing. I didn't even, I didn't even really plan on growing anything. I just wanted to grow some chilies and the only way to get them was to grow them because you couldn't get them in South Africa at that stage in the mid nineties, jalapenos and the habaneros. You couldn't buy them and I had to grow them. So the first book is based on all my experiences of making mistakes, of learning, trying to learn from American books and having to turn them inside out and upside down because everything's so different here. Mm. And learning from my plants and from observing and from experimenting and trying things out. So the first book is a very good one for people. I know a lot of people during lockdown have started their own vegetable gardens and a lot of the people were starting in winter and then they were doing things or just as, you know, end of autumn. So they were starting to grow tomatoes and they were doing really well and then of course cold weather hit. <laughs> so people have been a bit, you know, set back and but now is really the time if you want to really get growing. Either one of those two books, I have an online shop as well. They can buy them there, Jane's Delicious Shop, of course, <laughs> dot coza. And uh, Jane's Delicious A to Z gives uh, an updated of all the things I've learned since I wrote the first book. Plus, it includes all the things like seed saving, as you did last year. I mean, that, that I really felt I'd grown up as a gardener the first time <laughs> I ate tomatoes that I had grown from seeds that I had saved. It is such a joy. Yes, no, it is, it's, it, it is absolutely wonderful. And I've got a whole crop of brown tomatoes coming up. So um, I'm looking at them at least twice a day. So. And of course, the health benefits. I mean, the health benefits are enormous growing your own food and it saves on your budget, which we all are needing at the moment. Jane Griffiths, thank you very, very much indeed for that. So, guys, I hope that helps you. And don't forget, you can go online, janesdeliciousshop.co.za. And anyway, her books are available freely. And the one that uh, Jane was talking about was Jane's Delicious Garden. And the one that I was talking about, because it's my bedside book, Jane's Delicious A to Z of Vegetables. Saturdays with Jenny. With Jenny, every Saturday from From 9 to 11 a.m. On Kaya FM 95.9. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.